Welcome back to Masks, Misfits, a We Play RPGs podcast production. I am your host for this, Jason, joined by Abby. Hi, I play Hemocrit. Eli. Champion, the world's strongest teenager. Correct. And Ashley. Sure shot. The world's most accurate teenager? Yes. Not also the world's doesn't most observant. I was literally about to say it doesn't know how to do her laundry, but then you had to be a bitch She's gonna stab me. Uh, well, so she mean. doesn't really know how to do her laundry because she didn't know to wash out the Alfredo sauce first. But that's why I said doesn't know how to do her laundry. Yeah. Anyway, there's there's a whole story there. We'll get to that. Last episode, they should have. Well, yeah, out. but I I was gonna mention something about how I know that's a bad idea, this, but that's a whole. This thing. would be a wild episode to start on. Yeah. Not as wild as like starting on episode fifteen or something. Yeah. But pretty wild. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that's already happened, and it's really episode cool. three. Uh, I won't be able to catch up. Might as well just start here. <laughs> oh, oh my god, man. that's so funny. And uh, when we last left off, our our team of teenage superheroes individually ran into some neo Nazis, decided to infiltrate, and I use that word loosely, their club, found out some information uh, pertaining to what they were doing and who their leader was and learned that they were apparently harassing or rather attempting to gain access to the club Torden song, which is a very nice uh, Norse rock uh, club run by the superhero Stormbringer and that the uh, neo-Nazis were apparently planning to build some sort of contraption out of uh, some archaic supervillain hardware from the 40s. How exactly that you know, works? No, the Nazis had technology that we couldn't even imagine. and They would have won the war. Nah, I don't think they fucking would have. No, because nope. even if they did, we would have sabotaged it and broke it like we did in real life. It's like it's ah. very funny when people say shit like that because the Nazis having advanced technology is like a four-year-old having a time machine. It's made of markers and cardboard. <laughs> like, yeah, they can explain it. Like, that don't mean it works. Literally none of the like, advanced Nazi technology worked. Yeah, yeah. It, it did not work. They, they almost got a nuke, accidentally but created it was a uniform that was dry clean only, and par- and so they just died when they invite- invaded Russia because it was dry clean only. It was not going to keep them warm. Yep, there was a lot of technological nonsense. We can talk about all that later. <laughs> we'll talk about that in the unmasked. Because uh, I can literally talk about that forever. But uh, I don't know on. about you, but I can talk about that forever. I don't know moving what that on, voice was. We're going to move on. Sense. Jason, Abby flipped me off. You're an adult. Deal with it. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to. Oh now, was this in character? Okay, maybe I could do something, but... 
<laughs> Anywho, uh, what are your preparations for going to Stormbringer's Club? Because that's what you were waiting to do I'm for the week. Wearing my uniform. I'm yeah, just gonna you... tell her, tell everybody to meet, meet me there around about. eight. Yeah, we talked um, about all wearing our uniforms. Himakrit is gonna lie to her parents and say she's gonna spend the night with a friend. Um, her friend Tatiana, they're gonna just have a sleepover. So she doesn't have to worry about sneaking out. Alright. Uh, the response is, Well, okay, well, if you're gonna be out past curfew, um, can, can we at least get their parents' contact numbers so we can make sure everything's okay if something happens? Because you're kids. This Technically. The immediate <laughs> panic on Abby's face. <laughs> I'm like, sure. Uh, oh I no, the uh, lie! <laughs> like, no, oh, she's like, um, okay, um, let me text my friend Tatiana and try to get, and get her parents' number, okay? So I text Tatiana and go, hey, so I lied uh, to, to, you know, not have to sneak out. Can I have, like, one of your parents' number, like, your home phone that you don't use or something? So my parents don't, like, you know, I buy it. don't have a house phone it. anymore, Oops. so why don't you just, like... <laughs> Give them my phone number and I can just pretend to be my mom. You sound like you're 14. (laughs) What do you mean? I can sound like my mom. My mom talks just like me. That's horrifying. I'll do it. Okay. I give I give them Tatiana's number. Like, hi, this is yeah, this is uh, Tatiana's mom. When Eli's done dying, I'll I'll I'm gonna peek behind the curtain a little bit. teenager solution to the problem because you could just stay over at her house well this is if they stay out past the time so that's what well, yeah like this is just you know, they're not saying she's not allowed they just said out. hey we just want to be able to make sure everything's okay yeah it's great but if they call and we're not there that's what okay so here's me peeling behind the curtain they're not actually going to call her parents they're just gonna be like cool if we get like 911 stuff going on we can contact someone oh well this, nope, already, this nope. is already done it's done this is done yeah, yeah no it's done it's been established <sighs> no i know it's, it's i'm just so letting you know perfect teenager idiocy let's that's, roll with it that's what i'm saying so it's the perfect teenager solution to that problem yep. anyway problem that doesn't exist you just made one but anyway perfect Love it. Yeah. Uh, we flipped through the panels of you guys. You can drive. Technically. That don't mean my family has a car. That's true. That don't mean we, we do have a live car. In a pretty, uh... Do you bike? Or do you public transit? She yes, bikes. Public... Or do you parkour? She uses a bike when she's, you know, trying to pretend to be a normal person. But when she's super hearing, parkour. All right, so I'm assuming you're in a parkour. You're going to drive there, and then you're going to switch into costume once you're there. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we we flip through the panels. We see Hemocrit biking, and a champion probably flying. Yeah. And Sure Shot probably parkouring. Yeah. Just hilarious. I have hilarious. to leave earlier than everyone else, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you look real cool doing it. And there's even a couple pass passerbys who are like, "Oh, cool! It's an archer lady. What's her name? Shot Sure." Sure shot. Oh, cool. Thanks. The golden archer? I'm putting this on YouTube. <laughs> I'm going to make so much money off of this. Uh, no one really. makes money off of YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Very few people. But anyway, 
Yeah. And you arrive at the entrance of this uh, very nice looking club. Do you do you need a miniature shot? You seem a little out of breath. Oh, excuse me. Just because I don't have superpowers doesn't mean I can't like still breathe. Okay. Uh, he didn't even bring anything up. He just asked if you needed a minute. He said I looked like I needed a minute. Yeah. Yeah, you you're like kind of doubled breath. over panting. Dingus, you overworked yourself. Sit down and breathe. I am breathing. <laughs> Let's okay. go in. She's yes. kind of embarrassed. Yeah, then yeah. she yeah, then she almost stumbles over because she's about to because she's like no, we walk away first and she goes, Oh, throw up. <laughs> <laughs> and then rallies and follows us in. Yeah, and, and you see that there's these uh let's be frank, skinheads trying to get into this club. And there's this very, very clearly super heroically athletic woman standing as like bouncer for this place. That's hot. Yeah, I was literally about to say that. And they're they're approaching and they're like, ah, we can come in. And it's like, she takes one look at them and goes, no. I'm like, but this is a public place. It's like, yes, but you're also banned for life. And like, well, we're not banned for life. Like, no, but your organization is. And they're like, well, what do you mean? And she's like. That tattoo, that tattoo, that tattoo, that outfit. That no. patch on your on your jacket yeah. that you're trying to hide. Yeah, no. Shoot. Fuck off. And uh, they begrudgingly leave because they do not want to mess with this woman. <laughs> As, this, uh, yeah. this woman is very pretty, but she's ripped. Yes. As uh, you guys approach and she looks down. How tall are you guys? How tall I'm 5'10". Hemocrit and uh, Shershot are both like five foot four. She looks definitely down at Hemocrit and Shershot and a little down at Champion because I imagine she's like six foot something. Yeah. And goes, who are you supposed to be? Uh, Champion, Hemocrit, Shershot. We're hoping to talk to Stormbreaker. Ah, cool. And she steps aside and lets you in. All right. Cool. She's really only there to keep the Nazis out. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Thank you, ma'am. Yeah, we're we're just gonna go try and find Stormbreaker. Yeah, you you enter this club and it has got this like. Uh, there are so many artists that have this sort of music, but it is it is the like Nordic rock section of of artistry. Um, again, there's a bunch. Take your pick. Uh, it's. A mixture of both neoclassical instruments for the time. So it's, you know, you got your drums and your harps and things. But it's also, uh, they do play some more modern songs, like uh, the Assassin's Creed one that everyone and their mother has a remix of. I am only interested if there are organs. And by don't... that, I mean playing an intestine like they do with a string on a stick and Shut a bucket. Up. Well, everything is piped <laughs> in through speakers. Don't look at me. Because it's all done electronically, <laughs> so no. Eli, I just want you to know, I'm judging you right now. There are no live performances. judged. I'm, I'm in a mood. I'm just letting you know, there's no live performance. It's just like DJ with like a set of files ready to play on through the speakers. That's so funny. Uh, there's a bar, obviously. There's, you know, a small little restaurant area. Please tell me they have something that's, they have more of a selection for 
the designated driver besides water. They got soda. Well, they have that was fake water. They have real water. They have sodas. Uh, they have all kinds of drinks, but for the most part, for you guys, it's it's soda water. They have sparkling apple juice. I can't you use my fake fancy. ID. They they do have grape juice for the kiddos. <laughs> can't use my fake ID here. I wouldn't suggest it. <laughs> you bring out your fake ID and Hemocrate just immediately just slaps walks it straight out of your to hands. the bar uh, yeah. and says, Hi, we're here to talk to Stormbreaker. Is it Stormbringer? Uh, it's or Stormbringer. Breaker? Stormbringer. Okay. As in the bringer of storms. Okay. That's I wrote down Stormbringer. I don't know why I'm Oh, I know. It's why because I'm it's the axe that's the thing. Yeah. But anyway. Um Yeah, the bartender just looks and goes, Oh yeah, if you go upstairs there and uh, you're in costume, so that's no big deal. Just uh go to the VIP area. He should be in his office. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no uh, problem. Always always willing to help uh local superheroes out. That's you know. It's a cool it's a cool thing you guys are doing. Who who oh well I know who you are, but who who are you two? Pointing I'm to he- champion and then them. Yeah. I'm Hemocrit. I'm sure so shot. It's much funnier if he pointed at sure shot. <laughs> What'd you say? I said it would have been so much funnier he if he knows who sure shot is, but doesn't if he know. He knows for one hundred percent who sure shot is, doesn't know who champion is. That'd be funny, but that would have been very funny, actually. That would have been but, hilarious. Yeah. Nah, that's that's gonna help in elsewhere. Anyway. <laughs> that's gonna help in elsewhere. Yeah. Help and serve and happening. And yeah, sure enough, you guys go. <laughs> Sorry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ignore J- your, your Jason's brilliant gonna joke. strangle me in my sleep. <laughs> Possibly. Uh. <laughs> we're just gonna wake up and it's Jason trying to smother Eli with a pillow. Alright, we're episode three. We cannot be this chaotic already. No, you we guys go. go upstairs, walk through, because it's a club, and you, you walk through the, it's a dance club. You guys walk through. You know, there's a VIP area. There's a guy there. He sees you in costume, lets you through because that's what he's been told to do. And uh, you make your way to an office, which is currently locked, uh, but it has a wooden uh, mahogany type frame door with the glass where you can see through into it. It's mahogany. (laughs) And you see this. Hey, everybody, it's Eli again. I am here to interrupt the action and talk about coffee. Yep coffee uh if you are like virtually every tabletop gamer in existence then you probably have a crippling caffeine addiction or you just like the taste of coffee either way our sponsor found familiar is a great source of said coffee uh each blend is named after a different dnd themed kind of thing uh, for instance, their seeming blend is decaf and very flavorful. My personal favorite is Initiative, uh, that has this kind of toffee after flavor to it. You can get it ground or whole bean. You can also get several sample packs, which are about two ounces by weight, makes about three cups of coffee. And each bag has some fantasy-themed artwork on it, with the artist credited on each bag, which is very important to us here at We Play RPGs. So head over to foundfamiliar.com and use the coupon code PLAYITFORWARD for 10% off your entire order. Alright, back to the action. He looks like a power lifter where he's got a bit of a gut, but it's like muscle gut. And he has this long, very neatly braided hair that's sort of graying towards the ends. And these stormy gray eyes. You can't really quite see because he's currently got these... uh, little spectacles on as he's 
currently filing some sort of paperwork. Oh my god, he's got reading glasses. That's I'm gonna great. knock on the door. And he looks up and sees you and goes, she just shakes his head, walks up, unlocks the door, opens it. Ah, oh, yes. Who uh, Who might you be? Uh, champion, you work with my dad, Victor? Oh, yeah. Come in. Yeah, we're actually looking into some stuff that we think might be going on with the Gray Skulls. And we were hoping there might be some more information you could give us about uh, Trevor White or why they're trying to cre- gather like weird historical stuff yeah this is gonna be hidden stuff because y'all's teenagers and he is a responsible adult so let me see here that's fine we'll just go ask the gray ghost if not because he's an irresponsible adult uh that's not going to be assess the situation I'll give you information, and then if you want more, you'll have to roll. I think that's fair. All right. Well, first of all, he's going to look at SureShot and go, Oh, it's SureShot. Hi. Yeah, I work with, uh, who's he called? The Silver Archer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I work with the Silver Archer <gasps> from time to time. Are you serious? Always. Does he know who I am? A little bit. That's so cool. He just shrugs. <laughs> He's a very stoic individual. And uh, he, he tells you that, well, I know that they have been trying to get into my club, as they do, because they think that they are the inheritor of culture, even though they're not. I know that they are indeed looking into these artifacts, but I think... I think that's something you should leave to the adults. Hmm. Let's see what I can do here. I'm going to try to... uh, Pierce Um, the mask. Sure. I'm going to roll mundane. Oh, no. Yep. Oh, no. Oh, wait, I I got a plus one to that. I already know the consequence if you fail. (laughs) Speaking of, I'm going to roll the dice that I made and see if they will betray their father. Go to dice games. That is an eight. That is an eight. That is a boring success. (laughs) (laughs) Never going to level up at this point. Cool. Ask one question. All right. How can I get him to tell me more about this situation? By proving to him that you're responsible enough to handle this. Um, then what Champion says is, I mean, we're already kind of deep into it. I mean, this information that we already have, we gained by infiltrating their clubhouse. And he, he kind of blinks and goes, huh. I would not have thought Victor's son would be one to do such a thing. Seems a little not his style, but... We're kind of our own people. He's champion. Well, yes, but there's the whole legacy to uphold. Well, anyway... He can uphold the legacy and still be his own person. Involved. Tell you what. A favor for a favor. I know 
that they are they've been looking into and he kind of hesitates as he's trying to choose his words carefully I've been looking into their activities as well and I have figured out that they are behind some of the local disturbances at Rook Industries now Rook Industries is a very powerful, very well, paid is the wrong word, very well funded, very successful corporation. And I have suspicions that these thefts may be intentional. But I may be wrong. It's not really my area of expertise. But I do know that that's where they have been trying to acquire their artifacts from. Are you saying you think they're somehow involved in this or that they just have this stuff that these people are interested in? My dear, multi-million dollar parts don't just go missing. Not without their security team being absolutely worthless, which they're not. So I think that they are perhaps allowing these thefts. Or someone at the company is. It's possible that one of their higher-ups is, in fact, a member of this organization, but... Like I said, I don't really do investigatory work. I'm more of a get-down-on-the-ground and... Um, speaking of, you don't happen to have Grey Ghost's, like, cell phone number or something, do you? And you say that name and it's... <sighs> like, it just does this long, drawn-out, <laughs> like, uh, that guy, sigh. The God, this douche. Yeah. I do. Can we have it? <sighs> I wanna say no, but <laughs> I mean I mean you could. You used to say, listen, I'm already told you. Well he still to hasn't told us what yeah. the favor would be, so yeah. I'm trying to do cool stuff. Red! Yay. <laughs> I can't give you that. I'm not. Oh, first of all, that's just rude. And as much of a annoyance as he is to work with, I'm not going to betray his trust by giving him a stranger's phone number. Even if I do trust you, I don't know how open. It's not mine to give. But that being said. Doesn't he do detective work, though? Yes, but. So he needs like new clients and stuff. He's yeah, not cool. a PI. I can give you his. Like... Oh, that's right. Yeah. He's not a private detective. He's a superhero who happens to do detective work. Oh, okay. I now that being said, like he could give you his business number, but not his like personal. A business number is a number still. Yeah, that would, that would work for that us. That would be awesome, and probably better for what we need. <sighs> All right, fine. And he goes and rummages through some filing cabinets and pulls out a faded manila folder, opens it, riffles through one of... Riffles? Rifles? Whatever. Goes through... Riffles in! Goes through one of the, like, little folder I, flaps. I, I gotta say, I love Lay's riffled potato chips. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> and anyway... Yes, I'm he, not the only one. He pulls out, one like, a business card... And gives it to you. And he says, 
if you're interested in doing some good work, the only reason I've even come across the information I have is through my own separate investigation to Rook Industries. They are also interested, obviously, in acquiring various historical artifacts. Some of the things they've been interested in digging up are from the um, 7th century, which makes me slightly concerned because that is the age of the Vikings. And there are some things that are better left buried. But that's my business. Just letting you know, they're interested in... The bird is making noise. Our producer has some things to say. Yeah, he's upset. He's not the center of attention right now. He's like, how dare I pay attention? Yeah, Stormbringer basically says, but that is my cause for concern. It's my business to take care of. My uh, arch nemeses, if you will. I think you should focus more on this uh, gray skull angle. All right. But I have fun. Enjoy the club. Sure. I I assume, well, I guess we specifically don't need, like, X's on our hands to Marcus as underage. No. Uh, do, uh, <laughs> look like babies. So, um, do you think we're I... in costume? You're it's in pretty costume. easy yeah. to point at them and say so, they're underage. So, um, do you think I, like, would the Silver Archer be, like, able to, like, meet people? I could certainly arrange it for mm. you if you do this favor for me. Oh, okay. What? What's the favor again? Yeah, what's oh, the favor? Uh, doing some investigation into Rook Industries because he doesn't like he doesn't like the fact that they're digging up old ghosts. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not literally old ghosts, metaphorically, but Alright. Uh thanks. Um we Yeah, I mean I shake his hand and yeah, shake, all that. Yeah. Thank um, you, sir. And when we go down to a table, um I say uh, so how do we want to go about investigating Rook? I can see, it might take a little digging, but I think I could figure out, like, what's going missing. Well, or psychology, I know they don't, like, you know, put it on a report, but, like, you can kind of figure the stuff out if you know where to look. Um. They keep saying that the areas, wasn't it on the news that it was, like, uh, yeah, warehouse the area that keeps getting hit in the docks. Yes, it was the docks yeah. that keep getting the hit. The docks? Okay, so why yeah. don't we just stake it out one night? Question some folks that are actually stealing stuff. Um, or yeah. not, or we could do it a different way. Well, I w- what I was going to say is, um, you know, are either of you particularly good with computers? I am. Okay. Um, if I ask my mom... She might have some contacts that could get you like an internship. Mm. And then you could like hack their computers a little bit, see what you can find. Yeah, I can see what I can do. And then uh, SureShot and I will investigate the, do- the uh, warehouses. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a good plan. Um, it might be a while. Well, might be a while before there's another hit, and it might be a couple weeks or so before uh, my mom's able to get that internship to internship set up. But I'll talk to her about it in the morning. And by my math, it'll be two more weeks 
until the concert. Yeah, okay, that's right. Uh, but uh, in two weeks, there's that um, concert with the punk ass bitches. Uh, I'm going to that with a friend, so I'm not going to be available that Saturday. So well, just I mean, whenever we plan that, internships aren't usually Saturdays. I know. I just if we're gonna stake if we're gonna stake the warehouse out, I'm not gonna be able well, to be free that day. I was gonna suggest that we take shifts, so okay, I think mm-hmm. that'd be fine. Okay. Yeah, because we can split that <clears throat> night up. Also, fun fact, just a reminder: you can use your abilities on each other. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, these two do have influence over me. Same. Just you guys have influence know. over. Well, me. no. Aside from that, you can use your moves on each other what moves are you talking about pierce the mask and stuff like all of those you can use on each other we could fist fight each other if we wanted that's true oh boy (laughs) i'm simply reminding you that those are options so if there's something that your character feels very strongly about you can force another character to do that if they want to convince you but anyway all right you mentioned the concert and uh i go yeah, they're they're a popular band, right? Yeah. They're a very rowdy popular band. Oh yeah, like oh, champion uh, doesn't know shit. Oh, I know. I'm reminding. Yeah. Oh yeah, like the lead singer Linda <laughs> Linda Valles, Like I think she's like she's some. I think she was a super for a while. I just can't remember her name, but like she's gotten in trouble a few times for uh like you know she has been accused of inciting riots. I'm not honestly. I wouldn't be going unless my friend. If my friend didn't want to, but she wants to, and I just want to be there with her. That sounds like a fun time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, hey, I do... if uh, things start getting crazy, Emerker can come out and... Um, I mean, do you do think some... things are going to get crazy? I mean, uh, Linda Valles has, got, has gotten in trouble for the concerts becoming riots a few times, so, like, I think it's best to be prepared. Okay, uh, so maybe the night of the concert, we shouldn't be like staking the docks out. We should probably be near the concert or yeah. Oh yeah, it's and real quick. Uh, Champion just buys two tickets for that night. All right. Well, I got us tickets, so Aww, we'll be there if something you. happens. Uh, and I also text my mom. Uh, hey, mom, do you think you can get my friend? Uh, or he doesn't say friend. He says my teammate an internship at Rook Industries soon for a case. And she'll text you back, it'll take some work, but I think I can manage. Thanks, Mom. Love you. She uh, she replies the same. Yeah, no, he... Uh, she says, thanks, Mom. Love you. Uh, uh, yeah, no, he, uh, Champion is definitely a, a bit of a mama's boy having had a relatively absent father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like, the, the only person that he will just, like, regularly text is his mom. Oh, that's cute. Aw. Uh, like, instead of, like, thumbs up and... <laughs> uh-huh, he, uses actually, he uses actual sentences. Yeah, yeah, he uses his words. I can't wait till we get to the point where he starts using his actual words thus. It'd be exciting. But yeah, so other than that, like other than taking shifts, staking out the warehouse, 
Yeah, because I think that'll come up first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that's just what we'll do. All right, cool. So time does not pass, but a <laughs> <laughs> uh, little too soon for that. But there is a a week does happen regardless to line you up with your steakhouse night. Steakhouse? Steakout. <laughs> My brain... I wish it was steakhouse night. Sometime melts. It's fine. Everything's fine. How do you guys uh do this? Um, I think it's literally one of... It, it's just the next night champions there. Mm-hmm. And then whoever goes next, and then whoever goes, and we just cycle like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Each night for the whole, or is it like no, like shifts one each night? one of us each night is a shift. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're just there to observe. You're not there to. Yeah. Get involved. Okay. So, I. Hmm. I'm gonna do a fun thing. I'm gonna have all three of you roll to assess the situation. Ooh. Uh, what what is role that? would that be? Uh, superior, I think. What the fuck? That was. That's amazing. What was the role? Uh, assess the situation, which I believe is superior. Okay, so I got an eight. I got a twelve. Jesus Christ. I will know just as soon as I roll. Plus one to superior. I got. A six. Okay. <laughs> so this was mostly just to see who is there when bad things happen. But because we got a really good roll and a failure, we will be doing some things. So. I get to ask two questions. I'm so excited. Uh, no, that's a different thing. No, let's it assess is? the situation. There's oh, yeah. questions involved. Cool. There's uh, different. Yeah, yeah, different questions. Cool. So ask me. You're you're basically at the warehouse. You are observing what is going on. And ask me your questions. As you see some thuggish what, individuals approach. What here is most vulnerable to me? Or who here is most vulnerable to me? It's more of a group question. I would say, given the context of what you have asked, it would be these uh, thuggish-looking minions. That's normally meant to be like for like uh, social situations. I think. What here is the biggest threat? There are no major threats. As far as people go, but if you get caught, you do know that there could be some pretty severe consequences. Like, not by the thugs, but like if you are caught by any of the actual security people for the docks, could fuck up our whole investigation, yeah, if and, nothing else. And they could also jump to the wrong conclusion and think you're here to do the stealing. Okay. I think that's a fair assessment. Okay. And well, you get to ask one question. Yeah, you get to ask one question. 
how could we best end this quickly? Define this. The investigation? Like, are you are you looking for... The encounter with the thugs or the investigation? The encounter yes. with the thugs. Oh, easy. Just get the drop on them. Okay. I don't right. get to ask shit. Nope. So... But because of that, and th- this is all multiple different nights that this happens, um, where you guys are doing your observations and gathering your information, because they don't steal anything on these nights. They are gathering information and, and staking out what crates have what, but they don't actually take anything. So on Champion's Night, because he failed, mm-hmm. that'll be when things happen. Oh. Well, shit. Fun. But you do all collectively have the group knowledge from the questions you asked. So I said, well, hey, so I saw some people. They didn't steal anything, but, like, they're not very good at looking up, so. Um, And I'm just going to say the only thing I've seen is thugs at the docks that have been, like, kind of lower-level thugs that have been, you know, kind of investigating the area. But if we get caught... It could cause problems for us and, you know, uh, people drawing the wrong conclusions as to who is stealing. So they might end up thinking it's us if security from the docks happens to see us instead of the thugs. And I have nothing to contribute. Okay. You're on watch. Yeah. I'm, I'm just keeping an eye out for the stuff that they talked about. You see the thugs. They begin approaching one of the crates with the crowbar. Oh, yeah. No, then... Uh... Very clearly stamped with the Rook of Rook Industries. Yeah, I think based on that information, how poorly I rolled, I'm going to go ahead and uh, fly down there. All right. Um, and you know what? I am I am going to unleash my power. Okay. Uh, what I want to do is I want to fly down there so fast that I the when I stop, the wind causes them to tumble mm-hmm. to intimidate them. Okay. So I have to roll freak. I'm so excited. This is so cool. And I have a plus zero. I got a six. Oh. Oh no. Oh, oh no. no. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I don't stop. Ah! <laughs> you I just right like fly them. through the wall of the warehouse. Oh no! You slam into the crate. Oh no, not the crate! And as you slam into the crates, <laughs> oh! Two thugs go. What was that? It's the feds. Cheese it! And they start running well, away. I, I was flying towards them, so I think I crashed into the crate that they were trying to open. Well. They weren't trying to open a crate. They were trying to open these big metal shipping containers. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I just slam into the side of a different shipping container. And they are dong, and they go and look, and they're like, shoot, it's a superhero. Cheese it. They begin running away. Hey, everybody, it's Eli. I'm going to interrupt the action here for an ad break. Uh, One of our sponsors today is Metallic Dice Games. Uh, MetallicDiceGames.com 
is where you'll go to get metal dice, gemstone dice, resin dice. They have some wood dice. Uh, they also have dice towers, dice bags, dice trays. Everything is great quality. I love them to death. I have a couple of their stone dice sets, including amethyst. And if all that stuff sounds good to you, then head over to metallicdicegames.com and use the coupon code Play it forward for 10% off your entire order. All right, back to the action. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to say that I'm, I, they get far enough away by the time I untangle myself yeah. that I'm not able to catch them. Yeah, we'll, we'll call that the consequence of that. That seems fair. Yeah. And, uh, I text everybody, uh, I messed up. They got away. <laughs> Did anything get stolen? No. Well, then, doesn't sound like you failed to me. Well, that's good. You scared them off. Thumbs up. <laughs> and I am going to cut away from these panels to, like, one of the side panels that, like, the readers are aware of, but the player characters aren't. Right. And... You see these thugs meeting with this woman. It cuts to this woman with this white hair uh, done in a very pop star-esque, you know, long hair, no bangs, like cut straight diagonally, you know, straight across. Uh, Wearing a... The babiest of bangs. Yes. Wearing a white and black dress and... Uh, she is currently on the phone, and she says, "What? What do you mean a superhero showed up? Then nobody, nobody knows about this other than." Well, at least you didn't get caught. I advise more caution next time. Everything needs to happen perfectly for this to go according to plan. Ugh. Get me a water. <laughs> in, in the background, and it cuts back to you guys. So, how's Champion feeling? Not great. Not bad enough to inflict a condition because the mission failed, but yeah. Um mission failed successfully. I I think I do suggest that because I tipped them off that we were watching, there's probably not going to be another theft. No, for a while. there's there are consequences to that beyond what I am stating. Well, I assure but this you. But the Champion makes that suggestion to the group yeah that uh until we hear about another theft there probably isn't going to be one yeah uh because he accidentally tipped them off yeah shit and you did bend the shipping crate a little bit yeah. so uh the dock security is gonna be tighter now yeah i think super some help shit i mean but at the same time where are they gonna keep these like valuable things they're gonna go to their intended like, yeah. I mean, we, we they could be anywhere. We don't know. Okay. Until like unless we know what they are, we don't know how to track them. Okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. Misfits logo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that happens. And we cut to Hemocrit watching the TV on the uh, what did I call it? The weekly something. The, uh, weekly. The weekly trumpet. Weekly trumpet. trumpet. Watching their channel on the TV. 
And uh, this is Hank Harry Harrison with an updated report on the uh, Rook Industries thefts. Some sort of sick super villain has damaged one of the shipping containers at the docks. We suspect, I suspect that this might be the work of the dreadful, no good Hemocrit. <laughs> In a vain attempt. Hemocrit <laughs> pauses at that point and just changes the channel. Oh, no, you just so changed she, the channel. She pauses for a moment and, and changes, changes the channel. channel. Yeah. Fair. If the broadcast Sorry. were to continue, it would talk about how Hemocrit needs to be more careful when they're conducting investigations because they damage dock property. But anyway. <laughs> Man, you were making this Harrison guy way too reasonable. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're just like, I, I was watching that, honey. You have your own TV. Fine. She uh, stomps off to her room. And he switches back and you, and you, and you hear, The Hemocrit menace has damaged valuable dockhouse property. You know that comes out of taxpayers' pockets. Ah, rant, 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 rant. <laughs> <laughs> rant, 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 anti-Semitic dog whistle, rant, 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 rant. Hemocrit throws on her headphones and just turns on the music. Yeah. Turn on the babs. Drown out the pain. Oh no, she doesn't listen to the the punk ass bitches. She thinks that she doesn't like the lead singer. Oh no, say say what you were gonna say. You think they're too mainstream? No, she thinks they're lame. <laughs> I knew that's where you were going. Yeah, yeah, she's in Can't that. Lie day. to me. Oh yeah, she's in that teenage phase. She's like, you're too mainstream. She turns on Metallica, which her brother got her onto. Yeah, it's cool. So I listen to the classics and turns on Nickelback. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, no, no. no. Well, did that hurt you because Nickelback or because it made you feel old? Because Nickelback. I don't care about feeling old. Nickelback's bad. Yeah, I don't particularly like their music. But fun fact, one of the things that makes people not really like their music is because uh, from a chord perspective, it's perfect. Like, each chord is, like, a perfect chord. And humans really don't like that. <laughs> it's, it's too perfect. good. It, it It's just unnatural. Yeah. Uh, it's just because, what's his name? Chad Kroger is a fucking lunatic. Doesn't know how to make complicated music. Hey, you know who else tends not to make complicated music? Queen. The I Beatles. fight you. I love Queen. Sure, Queen rocks. Their music's way better than Nickelback. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. Bicycles isn't exactly a complicated song. Bohemian Rhapsody is more complicated. Sure. Yeah, but it's still... But they have the potential to make complicated music, and Nickelback had none. Hmm. Anyway. Musical taste... I, I was making a joke about <laughs> Nickelback being old. M musical tastes yeah. aside, while yeah. Hemocrit... Uh, drowns out her teenage angst and teenage angst music. Accurate. She's the perfect age for that. I'm not okay. <laughs> what what are Champion okay. and Shot doing? Um, I think Champion's catching up on chores and stuff. Like he he does have other things he has to get done. That's fair. What is Shot doing? Shot has done what little bit of chores she needs to do and homework and is trying to do some more parkour 
but right. has messaged Team Crit and all, is going to message Team Crit and uh, Champion like, hey guys, what are you doing? In the group chat. Crit's like, ignoring the news. That's fair. I haven't uh, watched it lately. Oh yeah, uh, Champion's dad is definitely like, huh, someone damaged one of the shipping crates to the docks. How unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, probably you know, a mistake. And he just, he just looks at you. All right. Well, uh, you know, grandpa asked me to go help him out on the farm. So I'll be in Iowa for a little while. Okay. And he just goes back to whatever he was doing. Uh, so the text you get back is, uh, busy plowing. Okay. Is that like a metaphor? And he, you, what is he? You know what? He will, he will do this. He takes a selfie and he's just wearing like much more ordinary clothes than the last time you saw him in, in civvies. But he just is strapped to like a plowshare. <laughs> like he's literally like, uh, like the plow blades that would normally be attached to like a riding machine to yeah. plow like 10 rows at a time. Mm-hmm. He's just like wearing a harness and pulling it. Yeah. And you I, see, vaguely, we vaguely see his granddad in the back, and he's like, "It's like, is that Ultimate?" He's just drinking his sweet tea. Yeah, glaring. What are you taking pictures for? Why are you stopping to take pictures? Yeah. Hey, that boy. Why are you stopping to take, take pictures? pictures? Grandpa, it's been a hundred years. You gotta get it together. Why do you still talk like that? <laughs> uh. The force um, of habit. Smack! Shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> Grandpa, you can't hit kids anymore. The hell I can't. That oh, is not canon. But no, anyway. None of that happened. No. Anyway. Uh, the you can't take pictures thing happened, but the next so, part of that did not. So uh, Tatiana's like, oh, shit. That wasn't a metaphor. That's awesome. But also might suck. I don't know. It's okay. Okay. Is this like cool. a workout regimen your parents have you do it? Because I'm going to no, say, like, my grandpa huh. asked me to help for the weekend. Okay. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know how to respond to this. <laughs> I'm like... Thumbs up. I mean, nothing really right now. Do you want me to... What's up? Does somebody want to go, like, practice with me? I really want to practice some parkour, but could actually use somebody to catch me if I decide, if, it, like, I fall. Hemocrit's like, sure, I'll be there in five minutes. Tell me where to meet. Okay. Uh, uh, she walks out of her room because I imagine it's kind of like like five o'clock-ish. Hemocrit's like, hey, Dad, uh, one of my friends needs some help studying. I'll be back before curfew. Just, uh, you get a gonna... thumbs up from Champion on your, your message. And uh, I say to my grandpa, uh, hey, Grandpa, I'm going to finish this row real quick. My friend needs some help. All right, just make sure you get it done right. Yes, sir. And I finish that, and then I just fly back yeah. to the city. That's fair. So you're doing parkour with your friends. Yeah. In the park. We're doing parkour in the park? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Or are you doing parkour? You get to decide. I figured alleys would be better than the park, because there doing... might not be a lot of shit to like parkour off of in the park. I mean, there's a there's a lot of band equipment now in the park, but that's that's like 
in front of everybody, though. Not right now. But oh, okay. I mean, we might get chased off by security guards. I mean, yeah, so. that's the problem with that, but do what you will do. You're in the park. What are you doing? All right, so I think an alley would be best to practice in. Okay. Um, there's more stuff to kind of, like, parkour off of. Okay. And she wants to test out some of her new... Uh, like she wants to test out some of her new gadget okay. arrows, namely the grappling hook one, because um, it works. You just need more practice with it. Yeah. You're still adjusting to the different weight. Yeah. Of the arrow. I'm not going to require a roll for this unless you describe it in a way that would indicate that you need to. She was going to try the same move she tried before where she landed into the dumpster. Just because it's narratively cool, roll again. Because if you succeed, it'll be really good. And if you fail, well. And remember that you two are also here for this. Yeah. So what do I have to... It is... uh, I think you're unleashing your power, so be freak. Yes. Oh, man. This is the one that had like a negative two, I think. Yeah. Well, shit. I got a, a seven. Still a success. That is a success. Oh, so sweet. You have an improvement from last time. Uh, you do have your friends here. So I am going to... Yeah, you you jump off one of the low-lying like roofs of the alley. Mm-hmm. And you, you're aiming towards uh, this fire escape. And you fire the grappling hook. And you end up grappling back to the building you just jumped off to mm-hmm. and then it zip lines and yanks you back there shit that's cool you hurt, so, your, you hurt your feetsies a little bit but yeah, you, i imagine you the slight consequences that you land a little rougher than you meant to yeah shit you, you guys yourself. did you see that that was red oh nice God. i finally did it <laughs> sounds like you just did a cool ass stunt Oh, what? Isn't that one of your things? Huh? Isn't that one of your things that you have to accomplish? Do you have it checkmarked? Oh, I don't. Oh. I'm upset. (laughs) Well. Well. um... You go, hey, let's celebrate. Yeah, that's literally what I was going to say. You guys want to try some marijuana? That's literally what I was going to suggest, but not the same way. Yeah, I I know. I was saying it like a cop. (laughs) I was like, you guys, we should totally celebrate. Have either one sure. of you smoked weed before? Because I kind of want to try it. I mean, I know it's legal in our state, but we're still underage. Okay. Are you, you going to try and provoke champion? Yeah. Rad. Do it. Do, How do it. I pro- pro- it's, the same it way you normally do. You're doing uh, superior to provoke someone. And I believe you can spend the that. influence that you have over me. I think um, so. You would give yourself a plus one if you choose to get if if you choose to uh, surrender the influence that you hold over me. Yep. What does surrendering the influence you have over somebody mean? It means that you have you currently have influence over champion because of what we did in our pre session stuff. Uh, so if you surrender the influence, you'll get a plus one to your roll, but you will no longer hold influence oh, over no. him. Never mind. I don't want to. I don't want to. I want to keep that and save it for later <laughs> for something more important. This is and just you can always fun. gain it back later by doing things like comforting him. 
If you have other options. You can wait. You don't have to wait. decide right now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's probably going to fail. Cause that's you need a at least a seven. Oh, yeah. I got a four. Cool. Yeah, so it's not going to succeed anyway. Yeah. So what I'm going to do for that failure, uh, unless it says specifically, <laughs> uh, it does not. So what I'm going to say instead is uh, champion roll to provoke sure shot. To not do it. <laughs> uh, what am I adding? Uh, superior. Superior. Yeah. superior. That is a seven. Oh. Do you accept this? Uh, well, okay. Aww. So I'm actually. I want to uh, clarify something because there are two options when provoking someone. Yes, there are. PC. And what I want to choose is that you. Do it anyway, but you mark the uh, uh, angry condition. Oh. That you are angry with champion. Now, you can reject my influence, I think. I think that's how that works. I don't think you can if somebody has influence. You can reject it, but I think doing that means that your labels shift? Yeah. Potentially, yeah. I don't know what that means. So, you know, your these are your labels. Oh, I don't want to shift them. Yeah. I just wanted to say the same, to be honest with you, for right now. So, I'm angry. Yep. So, where do just I... Just check the box angry next to Angry condition? Yeah. Okay. And you have a minus two to what Comfort those moves are. Or pierce the mask. Oh, shit. Is that just for, like, a round? Nope. Uh, no, that is until it is cleared. To find a way to clear it. <laughs> uh, here you go. Here's the card for that. Oh, no. Read it. Read All it right. so the audience can know. So I'm angry. I take a negative to comfort or support someone or pierce the mask. Discard this card at the end of a scene if you hurt someone or break something important. Yeah. So if you hurt someone or break something important, you are no longer angry. So I have to hurt like a friend? Just anyone. Okay, cool. And it doesn't have to be physically. You can just you yeah. can you can verbally you abuse hurt. someone. It'll still clear. Yeah. Okay. You have to take your anger out on something. That's the yeah. point. Okay. Or one of us can try and comfort you later. Yes. Okay. They have options to make you no longer angry, but unless okay. they use them, um, one of the options too, when you like take the when you use your move, use the defend someone move, is clearing one of your conditions. Yeah. So that's yeah, all. There, that. like there are a lot of options. Yeah. There's ways to it. do it. It's just that's the default if nobody intervenes. Yeah. Way. Some characters, like the uh, bull archetype, want to be angry because you get cool shit. But... Yep. Uh, just like the playbook for the, um, I think it's like the the delinquent. That's what it is. Um, a feature that we will get into at some point is team. Yes. Which is a resource that we can spend, uh, which you can spend selfishly, but it has consequences unless you're the delinquent, in which case it helps you even more than it normally does. Yeah, I'm saving that for when you actually do something cool. As yeah, a team. We, we don't need to get involved in team until we're like a fighting team. somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what happened. Um, you're like, you should try the marijuana's, and Champion's like, no, that's illegal. And you're like, no. I'm part of the D.A.R.E. program. I dare to say no. No, it, it it's like, oh, I want to try it. And Shaman goes, I mean, do what you want. Yeah. Uh, I got to go. 
and he takes off. Wah, 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 wah. So she's You marked upset. potential, right? Oh, no, I did not. You did yeah. fail. I did. Which means I you marked potential. very badly. <laughs> I was using a GM's consequence, which means technically champion should have automatically succeeded, but it was more fun to have him roll. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Getting closer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Failing up. <laughs> if it wasn't player Failing like player, a mediocre but... white man. Oh, no. Failing upward. No. Anywho. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> Disturbing revelations aside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jason just stares off into the middle distance for four minutes. Oh, there's so, there's so just much. Just four solid minutes of silence that we leave in the episode <laughs> as Jason stares off into the middle distance. No. That. Uncomfortable. Only work in video. <laughs> but anyway. <sighs> Oh, yeah, no, if this was a video, we would be, like, making, the, the camera would zoom in on you, but you wouldn't be looking at the camera, you'd be looking, like, slightly yeah. off. There's a there's a term for that, but I don't know it. But anyway. Disassociating? Well, no, I mean for the camera <laughs> angle. Oh, I don't know. Anyway. So, yeah, that happens. Ooh. I have nothing relevant until the concert happens. And uh, with, with that, we're going to uh, come to a close as you guys prepare for the concert. Yay. Yay. That's rad. What's your pee pee, Zabby? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you, like, because I know he put you on that shit. Anyways. Shit. Moving on. I've, I have never made anybody uncomfortable with a reference to, like, say, a urination zone <laughs> in my entire life. <laughs> Moving on. Okay, my Twitter is Evanly underscore E. I'm gonna yell about this later. I'm also I also am trying to get better at posting our I post occasional pictures of my cat. She's adorable. She's also a punk, and I uh, yell about things I'm passionate about and things that happen in the games that I think are funny or ridiculous. Go forth, have fun. Me? Okay. I'm on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter under Amcosplay Queen. I um I. Post about my animals sometimes, art and RPGs, um, and cosplay. So if you like those things, I will occasionally, and I mean occasionally, post about those things. So I would like to clarify that I have picked up Eli's mannerisms entirely of my own free will because it's fun to mess with people, uh, and that is all to you, Eli. Uh, you can help us out by going to weplayrpgs.com. Uh, there we got links to like store stuff. We got links where you can buy some dice. We got links for uh, all of our social media. Uh, you can find me uh, online at Grumpy Badger Dice at RoyalArtisanProps.com, uh, causing eternal mischief for all those around me. And if you want to hear more music from the person that wrote our theme song, Keely Byrne, uh, K-E-E-L-Y, Byrne, head over to Spotify, give their stuff a listen. I really love, personally, I like, um, I believe the song is called Girl with a Ukulele, and it's very rad. It's fun. I like that um, song. But that's it, so get the fuck out of here. Bye. Bye.